Welcome back to another edition of the UK Pick 6 podcast where we've certainly picked more than six uh, today. We're going to actually end up splitting this, I think, into two separate podcasts. So this is going to be our favorite offensive players of all time in the NFL. Although we have had a little bit of a caveat here on the uh, UK Pick 6 podcast is that they're players that have played while we've been watching the sport, which is varying different lengths between the three of us, uh, much like many other things, I'm sure, varying different lengths between the three of us. Uh, Jazz, Dave and myself. Uh, hair beards. Are you talking about beards? Yeah, uh, hair lengths. Yeah, hair lengths. Yeah. Hair lengths, crazy, crazy different. You've got Dave with yeah. the kind of more the swish comb over, Jazz with the the curlier, shorter hair, I would say. Although the curls might extend out to give Dave a run for his money. I mean, maybe not. Yeah. Well, well that's, that's some good fringe you've got going there, Jazz. But um, I do try. Yeah, I'm, grow, I'm, defi- I'm, I'm definitely the shorter man in those stakes in the group. Um, yeah. But yeah, this we this is a long podcast that we've been doing, but this was really fun. Um, and surprisingly, a lot of general consensus and not too much bickering either, which was good. Yeah, I thought it would be slightly more combative. I think we were quite respectful, but there was when you get down to it, unless there's some really weird pick in there that like everybody's yeah. like, "What the hell?" Like it's all players that you respect and that you can appreciate. And if it wasn't so. a player we picked, it's one we thought, "Okay, yeah, I could see that." Or it's one we had an, for me, for example, lots of ones you had on my alternate list anyway. So it wasn't as if yeah, I yeah, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we had any like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, moments, which I was kind of. I was hoping that Jazz would have something stupid that I could like jump on, but no, I, I like good so. players, Dave. I like you and Austin Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, controversy in the intro. Okay, you saved it for that. That's fine. Well, it gets it gets thrown out at some point as well. Uh, thankfully, we did get Kirk Cousins mentioned in this too. Jazz loved that, but uh, didn't make anybody's list. Funnily enough, nor did um, sexy Rex Grossman either. You know, led the. Let the Bears Speaking the of that, but the thing with Rex Grossman and Kyle Orton, is that maybe the worst QB room of all time? Oh, there's nobody with... Oh, any, no, or maybe any... the Trent Dilfer and... Yeah. No, but there's nobody with any confidence in that QB room, yet both kind of thought they could be starters. Yeah. That's that's the sh- that's the sad thing that's about it. That's some big dick energy without the big dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice. Well... We start with quarterbacks, so let's uh, start there with without we go. without Carl Orton or Rex Grossman. Enjoy the podcast. Over the middle, picked off. Season fired, intercepted. Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Why don't you take the lead and start us off with your quarterback? Aaron Rodgers. Good choice. Have you, got, have you guys got the same? No. Nope. Okay. Only? <laughs> okay. Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I if you're going that. for players that really want to play and watch it, that's the one I'd pick as well. However, I picked the one I'd want to win a game. I picked Peyton Manning. Cool. Because he's the one player, if I had to pick any player or GM or head coach to start a whole team from scratch, he'd be the person I'd pick. Because he brings culture, he brings intelligence, he brings just class. And to be honest, I think he wins every game he plays in this team I've got. Oh yeah, I'd love, I'd love to have Peyton Manning just leading my offense. Oh yeah, oh, it's going to be such a super super boring game of Peyton just shredding the defense. Oh yeah. No, if, you, if you don't want to win a game, mate, that's cool. It's fine with me. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, so what was what? What do you like most about Peyton Manning? Is it the kind of pre-snap stuff? Yeah. The intelligence. That's that's his, what he's most famous for, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. The fact that if you take him from the Colts and the Broncos and gave him a point to prove. He then just lit the league up. So you take a player with his intelligence and his ability. After that year they had was injured with the Colts, they said that he couldn't throw again. He had a noodle arm. He'd never make it. And he just came out and yeah. proved that he has not only great ability, but against kind of his back up against the wall and having a point to prove, he just came out and smashed it. That was the 50 touchdown season, 55. right? 55. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So... One, look, I'm not putting a negative against Peyton Manning in that like, oh, well, actually, he's not very good. Obviously, Manning is one of the best quarterbacks that we'll ever see. But there are two things that always stop me from picking Manning. 
One is that that second ring in Denver came when he had one of the lowest ever QBR ratings of a season. So Manning's second ring never came because of Peyton Manning. Manning's second ring came from the Denver defense throughout that season. And he he had an exceptional year, of course, when he broke the record with Denver in that offense. That's and not then, his fault, though, is it? No, no, it's, it's, it's father time just catching up on him. But if Peyton Manning had beaten the Seahawks that, in that Super Bowl, that would have been more impressive to me as a second ring for Manning's legacy than that second ring is for the legacy that he gets it for beating Carolina. Interestingly, the MVP of the league that year was who? Cam Newton? Peyton Manning had a better passing rating than Cam Newton in that game. Yeah, because the Denver defense destroyed Cam Newton. Just not saying necessarily he got a better pass rating than the MVP. Here we go. The, the game that mattered. Um, the other, oh, you're right. The, as well as that, it, it took a long time to get over the hump. He had many playoff choking games. You can the argue. other, the other thing. I mean, it sucks for him as well that he was obviously in a conference with Belichick and Brady when they're going through their peak, and that obviously makes life difficult. The other thing for me about Manning, it's interesting we were talking about Madden because Peyton Manning could win a play and get a first down before the snap even gets made because he's making adjustments at the line. He's so intelligent. But it used to annoy the living hell out of me when you're playing a game against the Colts on Madden because they put, they put that into the game where he would go to the line and make adjustments and then change and then change again until the play clock was down to about four seconds. And it was yeah. always like if you're trying to have a quick game of Madden, you couldn't play against the Colts because every single time the play clock was going to be used for its maximum 40 seconds. It's just so your, your, beefs with, your beefs with Madden then. Yeah, yeah, certainly. But, <coughs> Fair but, point though. And all you hear is Omaha, Omaha, red, yeah. red, Omaha, Omaha. That's all you hear for like the 20 o- seconds. The, the Omaha thing got used quite a lot and a bit too much for my liking as well. Like, yeah, I get yeah. it, Omaha, yeah, okay. But they played that video so many times. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to say Peyton Manning isn't a correct choice or anything. Um, what do you guys... Why? The the reason why I've picked Rogers is uh, interesting to get your take on it. Is the best that I've seen the quarterback position played in terms of excitement. I and Vic, I guess, is kind of in his own league there in terms of being able to run and pass. And I didn't really see the best of him because um, I wasn't watching football then. But since I've really been watching football, Aaron Rodgers has got the most magic moments. Like he used to have, not so much now, but he used to have moments where it was like every game you'd just see something ridiculous. Yeah. One of the best things about Aaron Rodgers is when he does a dive, as Ollie said before, he doesn't go head first, he goes feet first into the yeah. feet of the defender to try and injure them. Like a two-footed yeah, side tackle. Yeah. That's a mean, that's a yeah. mean part of his, uh, he knows what he's doing. his game. That he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's very clever. The, I, I just think there's nothing more, for me, when I think of quarterback as well, there's just nothing more iconic than I can think of than Aaron Rodgers outside the pocket, dancing around with guys trying to get him, and then him throwing it upfield. It's just so iconic of what the NFL is that that's what I think of when I think of quarterback. I wonder so if so five or ten years' it. time we'd be saying the same about Patrick Mahomes. Whether he's yeah, the hopefully exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mahomes yeah. was one that you could, even though it's a short-lived career at the moment, you could, the NFL, you could have put yeah, yeah. in. Rogers definitely. Well, it's favorite. It's favorite. We're talking about. We're not talking about. Yeah. All time. If you know, I would have completely defended it if somebody had said that. I mean, but this but is I think... this is why further down the line with some of my pick, there's at least one of my picks. That I'm like, oh, it's still too recent. Is there too much recency bias in this pick? Yeah, it's difficult. Whereas Rogers has been about for ages, and obviously. The only real disappointing thing about Rogers is that he hasn't got back there again to the big game after beating the Steelers, and it's yeah. it's something that is always going to hang over him because he was expected to be the guy that would be there at least four times, probably. You know, yeah. A, yeah. A, a potential at one point to try and challenge Brady's legacy because he's so good and he is great yeah. to watch. And I always wonder if there's maybe Rogers's influences in Green Bay held them back in making team decisions or if Green Bay just held back Rodgers in making him be what he could have been because there's always a lot of talk about Rodgers' kind of influence around things at times in Green Bay not in the same way as like a Lionel Messi at Barcelona but certainly he has influence on some of the decisions it seems but also along with that you also have a case where he's a player making as much money as he can which I totally respect but if you have players that if you salary, it's just for a throwaway thing. So the salary cap's 120 million, 
and you're paying him 30, a quarter of your money has gone specifically to one player in one position and you've got 90 million left to pay the rest of your team. You can't get a team that's going to be able to compete at the highest level routinely, even with his magic, at that sort of price bracket, unfortunately. I mean, look at the Patriots. The reason why they did so well over so many years is because Tom Brady took team-friendly deals every mm. single year because he thought, well, if I get paid less now but I win more Super Bowls, one, I'll get paid more when I finish, but two, I'll have more fun playing and be more successful. That's the dichotomy you have with quarterbacks saying, oh, I really want to win rings at this place, but all they want is as much money as they can get, which I totally respect. I'm all for. Make as much money as you can while you can. But don't complain about it when you finish. Or if you do complain about it when you finish, don't do so because it's half of your fault in the first place. The the thing, other thing with Rogers though, is that, as you mentioned, Dave, you know the number of times we've seen him roll out and sling it long, the number of times he's done that to win games as well. Yeah. And and some of the crazy stuff that Mahomes has done, like oh the left-handed pass, like Rogers, they're very they're very similar. Rogers yeah. did that and before just, him, yeah. Yeah, it's just he's done so he's just done so many amazing things. You you just never know what's going to happen when he breaks out. Is he the best outside the pocket player ever? I kind of assume that's his man's like. I think Russell that, Wilson might be up there as well. Oh, Russell Wilson. Do you think he's, Do you think he's better than Aaron Rodgers? I I. Definitely think he's probably as accurate, yeah. Throwing the I'd ball also out. Throw Big Ben into that too. Yeah, Ben does waddle outside that pocket. <laughs> it takes him a while <laughs> when he gets, to get when he gets out. moving. When he gets moving, <laughs> it's hard to bring down. Um, oh, yeah. I, th- I think Russell Wilson probably is at least level pegging with Aaron Rodgers. Again, he was another one that I could have so easily gone with in terms of an enjoyable. I don't player think I. I can't remember seeing Russell Wilson like throwing across his body like Aaron Rodgers has done before. That's one of the craziest things that I've seen him do quite a few times is to go outside the pocket under pressure and then throw across his body, often into the end zone for a score. I can't think that other players can get that done in the same way. It's a ridiculous set of skills to be able to do that. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes can do that stuff. Just like contort his body, well. yeah. yeah. Just contort his body <laughs> and then still like throw a dime. Yeah, I just I, when when you watch quarterbacks as well, like the real top tier guys. Do you guys find when you see that like quick release that they've got that it feels like how is that not damaging their shoulder or elbow or both? Yeah, just doing it like the way they do it. You just you watch it in real time. You're like, what the? It's like baseball pitches. <laughs> Yeah, it seems otherworldly, doesn't it? They're they're like just... tennis elbow. There should be football elbow yes. or something. Yeah, yeah. I it mean, should just break. And, and plenty, <laughs> of, like, honest, plenty of guys have had bad shoulder injuries at the quarterback position. You know, Chad Pennington killed his career with shoulder injuries. You know, Cam Newton more recently. There, there are plenty that suffer from it. But although he may not have killed his career yet, that's still to be determined. Yeah, we'll find out, I guess. Um, but fingers crossed, eh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of that. Um, but you talk, you want to talk about a guy with a quick release. Michael Vick's got the fastest arm and the flick of a wrist I think I've ever seen when he was on song. You know, when he learned to play in that pocket in Philadelphia, the just yeah, the left-handed flick, love a left-handed quarterback as well because it's just so different. You know, upsets the the defense slightly because the strong side's only on the yeah. other side a little. I mean the the as if the defenses didn't have enough to contend with against the best runner of the ball ever. He's also a lefty, so they're like trying to adjust to that as well. No wonder they were flummoxed and for ev- everything about Vic on the field. Like I I got supporting the Philadelphia Eagles because I liked Donovan McNabb because he was another mobile scrambling quarterback of which obviously yeah. the Eagles in their history had Randall Cunningham and there's been a few like Warren Moon back in the day and Steve McNair, but um, McNabb was slightly different because he was a little bit more agile and it was exciting to watch in Philadelphia. And it's kind mm-hmm. of lucky that I started sporting the Eagles before I really got hooked into Michael Vick and Vick came into the league. I had like a year before where it's like, yeah, I'm going to be an Eagles fan. This is going to be my team. And then Vic came into the league and it was like, oh man, I should have really picked those Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> but you got your chance in 2010 or whenever yeah. when he came over, right? So, But it was, uh, without a doubt to me, Michael Vic would be in the Hall of Fame if he hadn't had the off-field problem. Yeah. It wouldn't even be a question. And he probably won't be in the Hall of Fame now because of that. There's no yeah. way he can redeem his, his off-field personality. Well, I'm not sure that he should be, to be fair. Because of that, so. But well, I, I I think the Hall of Fame should come down to what you did on the field, and and we saw so many mobile quarterbacks get picked. 
and bad decisions were made. You know, Jamarcus Russell, people like that, uh, Vince Young. But they all got into the league because Michael Vick took that college, almost pocket, uh, crazy party kind of style of offense and brought it into the NFL and made it work. Yeah, so, and it's coming back into vogue now as well, isn't it? And so, we're seeing kind of, you know, how... Well, you look yeah, at Lamar was, Jackson as being. Compared. I was going to say, but he's you know he's Kyler doing Murray. he was doing that twenty years ago, and, it's, and um, all of them have been compared to Michael Vick. You know, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Everybody it's the benchmark, was to say, yeah. "Oh, well, you know, he's the new Vick. He's the new Vick, and he's the first guy really that does play it a bit like Vick, um, and probably as as exciting to watch. But there's also that first time, the first player you see that gets you excited playing that sort yeah. of football. Yeah, it's always going to be the one that sticks in your head. So. The only thing with the Hall of Fame, though, is that, of course, you can take off, take away the off-field issues. I don't think he's done enough on the field to really own his way in either. Well, I think that was one thing we were denied because of what he did. Um, yeah, it's hard to separate them because he lost two, he lost years, two years, years or three years. Or... Two seasons and yeah. was basically a, a backup in Philadelphia in that first year as well, just getting back to playing football. I mean, when I was watching that amazing night he had against Washington, they were talking about he, he threw 18 passes before the start of the 2010 season since leaving the Atlanta yeah. uh, since uh, the Atlanta Falcons 18 passes and he was suddenly starting quarterback in week 2 for the Philadelphia Eagles it was just unbelievable um but yeah i think you're right i think i think the falcons actually underutilized him because they tried to build an offense around his running ability whereas that should have been secondary to getting him to be a better pocket passer like Andy Reid did and i've no yeah. no doubt after what happened in Philadelphia that if he'd ended up somehow at the Eagles earlier in his career, he would have been, yeah. been a far different Michael Vick we'd have seen. I think we would have seen yeah, a, yeah, a better yeah. passer throughout his career. Yeah. But you're well, right. It helps when you've got one of the best coaches in the league as well. Yeah. You know, he bought the the most out of him. Um, yeah, there's so many what's it, what ifs like that, isn't there? Yeah. But I don't, um, I, don't, what, I don't think you can have a go at any of those three selections. Yeah. No. I was good. That's. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. Maybe you picked Tom Brady. Carry on. You could easily have said that as well, but yeah. the boring pick. Well, if it, the Tom Brady thing, I did actually. I thought about it. I mean, obviously, I couldn't. I could never pull the trigger on that. But I thought about the how many kind of amazing games he's given us. Right, we wouldn't have had that Eagles Super Bowl in the same way. We wouldn't have had the Seahawks Super Bowl in the same way. The Falcons like, Super Bowl. Yeah, the like AFC he's he's given games, us yeah. just the most amazing moments. The only the so, only other one I was really thinking about was Kurt Warner. Yeah, I was thinking about Kurt Warner as well. Yeah, I didn't his, watch I didn't really watch him like live and stuff, but it, he, from highlights and stuff, I think I would have loved it. And he's got a great story, hasn't he? You know? Yeah, yeah, really great, good story. Great story. Seemingly a great guy, and had two Super Bowl chances, and uh, and was involved in really exciting offences, which made him fun to watch, kind of thing. Um, all right, Jazzy, why don't you hit us with the first running back? So I kind of had a few that I could have picked, but I settled in the end with the only one I could really, really definitely pick with was uh, Adrian Peterson. Cool. That's exactly what I went with. Yeah. Was the, was the first one on my board, so to speak. Yeah, Adrian he was so Peterson. to speak. I put him straight in. Yeah. I've got others I can happily. Uh, I'd have. We've been very happy with, but I think he takes the he takes the biscuit. Stumps. Well, I kind of caught the tail end of of his time at the Chargers, but Ladanian Tomlinson was a player that just mm-hmm. just took over games from from what I saw, and I mean a statistical champion as well, just amazing. Um, yeah, and then I've got two others that I wanted to mention as well. So I don't know. Are we doing two running backs and then? Well, it depends. If we you, only got if one you each. choose two running backs, you can't have your third receiver. Oh yeah, so so tricky, so tricky. Because have... I really go on. Well, I, I'll just I'll tell I'll tell you the other two. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, since I've been watching football, has been the most exciting running back uh, to watch because we're talking about favorite as well. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that he's better than yeah, AP. Yeah. Um, but the moments of kind of sheer dominance. what the hell is going on, like that he's had is and dominance. And if you like, you know, if you like contact in American football, it's a big part of the sport. He's one of the best contact players on offense or defense ever, I'd say. Just in terms of being able to kick, kick on and take contact and roll with it and dominate 
his opponent. Um, and then the other player, which is in a similar vein to Marshawn Lynch, uh, was Jerome Bettis because I didn't <laughs> and I didn't watch I didn't watch that much of Jerome Bettis live, right? But I seeing seeing a guy that large as a running back good is feet. ridiculous. Yeah, good feet and when, the bus. Yes, and he could score. He could score a fifty-yard breakaway touchdown. Yeah. And I've watched enough of him because I really like Jerome Bettis. And I like the man as well because he's really funny. Yeah. So I've gone back. I feel like I've watched enough kind of highlights and stuff where I've got, you know, a, but I didn't watch, I didn't really watch him live. Like I saw him when he won. Uh, was that the second Super time? Super Bowl 40. He won? So I watched that. Um, it's the and bus. I've seen a it's, little bit else, but. It's the bus footage, isn't it? It is the bus footage as well, because <laughs> that's one of my favourite like comedy moments from anything. I just couldn't believe that they did it. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, man. I wish like this is a this is an audio event, but I wish that we could just show that if we could intersperse a clip of that because we'll, it is we'll my favourite uh, thing we'll ever. We'll find a picture of it at least for the uh, for the Twitter <laughs> feed so or something. Good. Do you think it's out there somewhere? Oh, would, it's a hundred percent out there. If that is if that is a gift somewhere. Then I want to use that in every conversation I ever have, for no reason. Like I'd use it out of context. I'd use it when there's like a really somber piece of news that I get from somebody. I like, like I couldn't help. I'd just be using. I'd just be like Jerome Bettis, Jerome Bettis, all the time, because I just, I just love him. Yeah, that's yeah. a good choice. Good choice. Yeah, and you, I'm guessing that you like Jerome Bettis a lot as well, I right? Do like you Jerome saw, Bettis. you saw the most of his career, like so. Yeah, it's, it was fun to watch him. It was just again, it was just amazing to watch a big man that big. He was so big, and heavy, but fast and agile. How much did he weigh? Like two, two sixty-five or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he was in the two sixties, man. I don't know. He oh, looked huge. Big. He was, he was no, you know, William Perry in terms of size. But what you took away from William Perry wasn't that much compared to what you got in actual agility. That, as you say, Jazz, that's the thing that always astounded me with Jerome Bettis is just his. He could go, yeah, yeah, his, yeah. His, and his change of direction, if he needed to, it was only one step. Like Two fifty-five. He wouldn't be able to change direction multiple times too often, but he would be able to make one cut that would get him into some space and then just barreling, bumbling forward. Yeah. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my pick. Jerome Bettis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, care. it was uh, it was two fifty five. Was what his uh, his weight was, Dave? I don't believe it. That's what it was. I'm good at picking weights. That guy was in the two sixties for sure. That was on like a light day. <laughs> <laughs> they did that in the morning. Like that was a morning weigh. After that he'd, wasn't after like... he had a ten he pound was, dump. Yeah, yeah. He was playing. <laughs> he was playing in a Super Bowl in the evening, and he was playing at two sixty five. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Adrian Peterson, <laughs> just quickly. I mean, yeah. Talk about talk about AP. I tell mean, me. not quite the physicality of Marshawn Lynch, but oh, not no, far he did. off it. But he I was going to say he's not far off it. He's, yeah. he's had a stiff arm on him, right? Oh, yeah. He's he stiff armed some souls back to hell in yeah, few yeah. games. His drive, <laughs> his agility with that power, and his wiggle. His wiggle was insane. And his vision, but patience yeah. at times. Like he was a, just an all-encompassing, complete running back. Four Pro Bowls in his first four seasons in the NFL. Wow! And his first yeah. four seasons in the NFL all went for over twelve hundred yards, and almost all went for thirteen hundred yards or more. Yeah, was an unbelievable player to watch every single week on um, Deion Sanders. Let's go prime time. Top ten plays of the weekend every yeah. single week, without a doubt. Adrian Peterson was on there somehow. Yeah. I mean, the other thing with him, uh, if you're trying to have any sort of criticism, he wasn't the best out of the backfield. But I don't not really a, care. I just want to watch him just run the ball down people's throats because he could do that. He could take it through the middle. He could take it the whole way. He could go off tackle. He could take a pitch and go the whole distance. He could do everything you want a running back to do. And he would do it with absolute finesse and just, yeah. But also, yeah, finesse as well as just domination. Can you imagine if he'd been on a successful franchise team? I mean, in fairness, they the got Vikings, close. when they got five, all they needed was a quarterback. Yeah, They had the rest of the team. They had a good defense. They had a good, well, a fantastic running back. They just needed a quarterback. Unfortunately, five got them so far until he got absolutely smashed by, I think it was Will Smith, smashed him mm. in that uh, NFC About championship one, game. One season, yeah. The bounty gate, yeah. 
and also that was a Favre that like it wasn't done but he was on the decline after his you know glory Green Bay days as well yeah if only they'd if only yeah. they'd had a Kirk Cousins in there before you know a good quarterback to come <laughs> in and just, just <laughs> anchor that and hand, hand it well, off uh, <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, any criticism trip, we're so. going to have about Adrian Peterson is surely going to be his parenting ability. <laughs> <laughs> no? That's, uh, we'll leave that one, shall we? I'm going to sidestep that one. Like I mean, there's Adrian lots of running backs somewhere. we could have had, lots of question marks about their person yeah. interactions. Well, and... if we're having a go at Vic and leaving him out of the Hall of Fame for what he did, then surely, you know, I mean... <laughs> We have to bring up the off-field of some of these. No, no, we won't, obviously. Do you remember the um, quote, by the way? Do you remember the quote that he came out with? No, He was trying was to defend himself. I was just whooping my kid. My mum used to whoop me, so I had to whip my kid. It's like, no, 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 that's not okay. It's not, it's not it's great. It's not how this works anymore. We can't use sticks anymore, Adrian. Like, yeah. Talk to him. Explain what's going wrong. I think one of the only, only other ones that I would have put in um, outside of the other running back, the second running back I've got, which we'll come on to later, um, was Sean Alexander. Who, mm. who had a season where he led the league in rushing yards was another player that had, again, not this. He had less physicality than Adrian Peterson, but he had far more. I think um, movement about him could make more cuts and slightly better steps, just because he was a slightly slent, more slender uh, running back, and was great as a catcher or as a running back. In the same way that Marshall Falk, I only caught the tail end of his career, but A, knowing what he did and B, seeing what he did uh, with Kurt Warner and in that amazing offense as well, led by Mike Martz. Um, Marshall yeah. Falk almost got in there too for me, but I just didn't see enough of him. And Adrian Peterson just dominated the scene when I was... I thought, I thought LaShawn McCoy might stand a chance uh, for you, Ollie, but... Yeah, I mean, Shady was... I loved Shady when he was at Philadelphia and I wish that team of 2010 really had never been broken up of Macklin... Jackson and yeah, Sean if only McCoy. Chip Kelly hadn't been hired, eh? Basically, yeah. Like and Chip Kiko Alonso for Shady McCoy. That's not a very fair trade. That did not work out well, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah, so uh, he was awesome when he was when he was really when he was really on fire. He was really really good. Yeah, he's one he, of was, my uh, he was the best. He's one of my honourable mentions, Shady McCoy. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As is uh, Chris Johnson. Yeah. When he ran for his two thousand yards and. Uh, Le'Veon Bell before he held out like an idiot. Well, he's Le'Veon Bell's the the best mover of the ball I've seen at running back since I've been watching. Yeah, um, but if I, I hadn't seen Adrian Peterson, I would have picked Le'Veon Bell. But can you I've imagine Le- Jazz? Can you imagine Le'Veon Bell as a rugby fan watching him play sevens? I uh, speed though. But his you don't you don't need necessarily breakaway speed. You just need to be able to just move around the other guy. He would just go. And just like, yeah, he'd be gone. Mm. I just can't imagine anyone touching him. Like he could play like flag football, and he'd just he'd just move out the way, just slide out the way. He was yeah. just so good at that. So elusive. Totally, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, no, good mention. But the yep. uh, I forgot about Love Ball. Bell, le, 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 if I get my words out, Ladanian Tomlinson was my other one. He was my second choice out of him. Yeah. Ray, it was going to be him or Agent Peterson. So. Yeah, well I've flexed out of him to Jerome Bettis now. So. <laughs> oh, of course you did. Yeah, sorry for <laughs> you don't need to... LT doesn't make the cut anymore. talk yeah. about him. <laughs> no, sorry bro. You're just not smiley enough, I'm afraid, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, let's go into the so wide receivers. receivers. This is where we could be here a long time. We could be here a very long time. This is very, very hard. Well, This the is fir- really hard. My first one, I 100% think should be in everybody's one and it's calvin johnson right. calvin johnson yeah. is just unstoppable right okay so he's on my he's on my <laughs> like list my short How is list he only on your list and not in the thing well well no because it's favorite as well right so yeah, julio okay. jones a is a point. very very similar receiver and i love julio jones so i'm putting julio in over megatron Okay, but it you know yeah, it's... if it was a best if it was a best list if you asked me like gun to your head who would you rather have on your team it would be Calvin yeah, Johnson. Megatron, yeah. That's fair enough. But Julio, Julio Jones is my boy, and I'm not you know I respect no, that. I'm not I'm I, not I, coming out of it. I completely understand that because Julio Jones was very close to being one of my other my well my other receiver because uh, yeah like you I love 
Julio. Well, I could have put them. I could have put them both in, but it feels like they're very, very similar players, like too similar almost. So I thought it was a bit boring. So my other one, I'll be interested to see what you guys um, have gone with because yeah, I this... went with a different, completely so different kind of receiver. Yeah, who's Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah. The Ravens and Panthers. Steve Smith. Yeah, I like Loud that. Mouth. Rapid nosed. Oh no, he was really just... good player. Yeah. He was so aggressive, um, <laughs> yeah. and I don't like. I don't normally like guys that trash talk like he did, but because of his size, he's just like, he, you know, we're talking about Adrian Peterson stiff arming players. He stiff armed the hell out of people, like he was two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, he played bigger than he was. So so yeah. much bigger, like, yeah. and he would get his yards after the catch and stuff. Like normally a receiver catch the ball and then they're kind of they'll take the contact, like especially if it's a good catch, like it's a twenty yard gain, they'll just take the contact and kind of go to the ground. He would just go, he would take the catch and then he would put his his forearm into the into the uh, cornerback or safety and get an extra three yards. Yeah, because he didn't like them, Jazz. <laughs> he did not like them. Anybody that he was going up against, he did not like them. Yeah. And it's the I think he might be the most aggressive player that's ever played offense. Uh, I think Heinz. Like Ward he should have been if he was a bigger guy. Aggressive. If he was a bigger guy, he should have been playing defense in a way. Well, it's like he James, was James Harrison crazy. got stuck in a shrink ray and out came Steve Smith. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um so uh yeah, he was my other one. And I wanted it to be different. In terms of players. This is again. It's it's like I wanted to make it more interesting because I thought you guys wouldn't choose Steve Smith. Um, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't. Choose Larry La- Larry Fitzgerald uh, is just like a kind of I would have thought is like a pros pro selection. Yeah. Because he's like he, you can't help but like him, and in like a position which is made up of divas, he is like it seems like he's a real gentleman and like a quieter guy, you know. Like mm. so, I'd like I just like his personality and stuff. That's fair. And he also he is very good. He's phenomenal. And also yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Was it was he on your list, Ollie, or who's uh, he got? My second receiver, like I'm still looking at this list. T.O.? T.O.? T.O. is so close. <laughs> T.O. is is so close. I thought it was T- I thought it was T.O. Because but... I love me some me. I love T.O. <laughs> T.O. at the 49ers was so enjoyable. Right. T.O. at the Eagles was a, like a pain in the ass, but still great because he got us to the Super Bowl at least. And then Tio at the yeah. Dallas Cowboys was like a dick. You just hated him, but you loved yeah. that you hated him as well. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about a guy who backs up his trash, his trash talk. Yeah. Yeah. And you again, know, and like somebody else who Hall of Fame wise, like his his numbers are, are there. A hundred percent. Like the guy is going to be has to be in at some point, unless I thought he really was. I thought he, he is. I thought he didn't go. Yeah, he, he got, go. Oh, he got no, in this because year, he, wasn't it? Don't you remember he didn't? Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't go to the, that was the thing. Yeah, he got invited, and then he was like, "No, you didn't put me in first round," which I thought was really petty. By the no, way, but, but... Th- but that was the point as well, though. His numbers stack up as a that was, yeah, because I completely forgot he forgotten he wait not forgot he hadn't turned up. Yeah, so it, like his numbers stack up that he should have been in first ballot, really. Yeah, and yeah. he was that good. The guy played the Super Bowl on the broke on a broken leg. I know, it's so tough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I couldn't believe that when I think you told me that, and obviously I've watched the America's game as well. Like, I can't believe. Yeah, but, that is unreal. But he yeah. he he didn't make it. Um, Marvin Harrison was up there for me, but didn't make yeah. it. Um, Larry Fitz. Back to was To there. by the way, with To To is on my list in kind of honourable mentions, but it specifically says To not at Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Because you hated him. I hated him. Yeah, I hated him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, My other pick, if you're going to have a a big guy like Calvin Johnson, who's obviously rapid to be able to hit, you want somebody who's a bit more streaky downfield, but not quite as big. So I went Randy Moss. Randy Moss is just an absolute savage. In I thought of, one of you would say, yeah. In terms I of also went threat. Randy Moss. I think Megatron and Randy Moss is your two outside receivers. Good luck trying to cover that. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, Randy was phenomenal with Dante Culpepper at the Vikings, but the reason why Brady was so good that year was he had Randy Moss. Like, Wes Welker as well as an outlet, but Randy made it happen for Brady in that oh, year yeah. in terms of passing game. He, he was an Some absolute game changer. 
Yeah. Some of his like fingertip catches in the end zone after a sixty yard run. Oh, just or a little one hander with his arm yeah. kind of close to his body and a little fingertip yeah. one hander down the sideline. I mean and, and it wasn't it wasn't like a rarity, it was a semi regular occurrence. It was awesome. So uh Absolutely. So that's the, that's I same reasons I'd have yeah. to pick Randy Moss. The the only other one was um Andre Johnson as well. I think we touched on that in the podcast last time. Like Calvin Johnson yeah. and Andre Johnson, they were so similar, and I just prefer Calvin Johnson a bit more. Yeah, but yeah, Andre Johnson. I, I had one, one other one on my list, which is uh, Chad Johnson. Oh really? Oh, Chosinko. because I I just loved. The I thought I, I thought I thought about him. He was he was like he was certainly one of the most entertaining players out there. He also was a guy who just on up his trash talk. Yeah, mm. yeah. Looks Maybe slightly on the fringes. Eighty five's got room for days. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I appreciate that. Honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah, Ocho Cinco's in there on personality. He, he does have the numbers yeah. as well. But yeah, well, he, he does, was, he's still a very good player, fun. but he he beats out for me would beat Larry. If I was to have a team and I was between him and Larry Fitzgerald, I'd pick Ocho Cinco just because the celebrations oh. would be on point. I well, like I think that. Ocho Ocho Cinco seemed like he had more fun with it as well. Like there's a lot of I mean, I think you know, Steve Smith, someone like that, is like on the other end of the spectrum where it's like a bit nasty. And then you've got yeah. kind of maybe <laughs> T.O. T.O. or like Beckham Jr. They're like petulant. But like Chad Johnson just looked like he was having fun. Yeah. He, he enjoyed. So you're kind of, you're, you're included in the fun, you know. He enjoyed winding other people up and he did it. Yeah. He was brash to annoy people, yeah. but without in a like a horrible way. A whiny way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just a wind-up oh, merchant. Cool. I like it. I All right. you. Uh, tight end, I think Jazz and I, just from what we discussed very briefly, we haven't said any of the names of the players, but when you kind of say, well, we you had to pick that guy because, yeah, we think we've got the same player. So, so we're uh, just going to let you go first, Dave, and see if we all have the same player. Yeah. Gronkowski. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just so, it's so easy. I don't know how... I think any other choice, I looked at the other ones... And I kind of wanted to move out of it almost because it's so obvious. But I was like, what's the point? Like, you just look, you know, you've you got to watch him. You have to watch him. It's ridiculous how he could move at that size. Uh, yeah. He had incredible hands. Like, when, I don't know what his stats are on dropping the ball, but when did he ever drop the ball? Slim to none, I would, uh, I would imagine, in terms of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't bring him down, he gets a head of steam up as well. He is running you over. Yeah, it's so hardcore. Like, and one of the best blocking tight ends ever. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, his career catch percentage was sixty-five point six percent. So he caught sixty-five point six of the balls thrown his way. Okay, but that's not to feels have a like percent. I was going to say, but that's not having a go at like drops that could be like batted down in front of him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, of course, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyone else had anyone else they they were interested in? I've got uh, three other ones that I was going to possibly um, choose. I'd, I really uh, this is recency bias, but I love watching uh, George Austin Kittle. Hooper. Yeah, that's right, Austin Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz. Yeah, I mean George Kittle and Zach Ertz on the recency bias for me. I mean and Travis yeah, Kelsey too yeah, yeah. for that recency bias. But yeah, um, I, the other yeah. the other kind of classicy classicy one um, was Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, Chiefs he's my and second choice. Chiefs and Atlanta like was just a, a guaranteed pair of hands. Great yeah. mobile tight end. Um, and the other one, of course, is... Uh, I don't know if you know this, but he used to be a former basketball player. I don't think it's ever been mentioned before, but Antonio Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was my number three. Oh, yeah. My number three. One more. One more for me, which is Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. And the reason why I liked him, not only was he a great player, I was a big fan of Scrubs, and Dr. Cox would wear either an Iserman jersey... Or a Jeremy Shockey jersey. I thought yeah. it was no, good I never enough for Dr. Cox. That. Okay. It's good enough That's for cool. me. It was a really nice jo- uh, Shockey jersey as well because it was the white one it's with the, the white red, red light. Yeah, yeah, white which was. I I dislike the Giants, but that kit, that that white jersey nice is kit. a beautiful jersey. Yeah. Smart, yeah. very clean. Yeah, or Straight or a Giants Shockey was much better than Saints Shockey as well. well is it, yeah, it was coming to the end of his career, wasn't he? But he still got two <laughs> rings. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But so yeah, giant, giant shocky. I'll, I'll give you that, definitely. Um, right, let's do the offensive line. Um, Dave, I think we should start with you again because I don't know how many you've you got for the offensive line. I'm, I've kind of like, I'll leave that mostly to you. The only person I was really wanted to make sure was in there is Jason Peters. Um, okay. But 
yeah. just because I can I can think of I can think of plays in my mind, times in my mind where I've been like, wow, that's that's awesome. But I can't I don't tend to with with offensive line, I'll admit I'm more kind of driven by people telling me who's good. No, you know? no so I'll kind of I, I, you know, and uh, I picked so. a lot of my offensive line on. Well, one of them is because I was um, is a very personal thing. The other one is guys that get mentioned a lot because you know an offensive lineman is good if you hear them being mentioned well, in the press. Well, that's it. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah. In a game, I wouldn't necessarily watch an offensive. It's hard. It's very hard to watch it. But yeah, it's very hard to watch it. So, and also Madden playing. If you play Madden, you get an idea of who you can run through and who you can't run through. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Offensive tackle, uh, Jason Peters with Dave. I mean, hey. eagle, but a great player. Yeah, he was. He, he was on my list of maybes. Um, let's let's do both tackles, then both guards, and then the center. Jazz, do it that way. Okay, so who's your second tackle? Joe Staley. Yeah, see, I had my left tackle. I got was Joe Thomas, but Joe Staley's my second choice, and Jason Peters my third. Yeah, but for I was... my right tackle because I kept it to left and right. I went for uh, Lane Johnson. Okay. And I did so because one, he's a good player, but two, I love the fact that he wore that dog mask. <laughs> I think he was the <laughs> you first really one like to that. wear the dog mask outside. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. So I thought I loved that. Nice. Okay. So I was struggling for right cool. tackles because right tackles isn't a position you really hear much about. I didn't want to go two lefts. So I thought I'd try and keep it left and right. So I well, went uh, Johnson and Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas was um, definitely on my list. Um, Lane Johnson was one I was looking at. And thinking about but yeah i went for my two for various reasons uh what about your yeah. guards then mine i've got zach martin on the right and alan fanica on the left oh yes alan fanica who's, well. who's that alan fanica is a monster of an offensive lineman yeah. who did he play for the steelers and then the jets okay steelers when they had bettis and they went to the jets when they, the steelers weren't going to pay him and then he was part of the offensive line that helped Sean Green and Ladanian Tomlinson and the other guy I can't remember his name now. That's really going to annoy me. But just rush and run all over them. That's when they had Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez was the quarterback, just managing the game. They had mm. a great defense, a horrifically mauling offensive line, and just run on everyone until they played the Steelers in the AFC Championship game and they just lost. But awesome. Just keeping count. Was um was that when Nick Mangold was at the Jets as well? Yes. yes. So you had yeah. Nick Mangold, Alan Fanica, you had DeBrickishaw Ferguson on the the left, but I can't remember who was on the right and the right guard. Top yeah, I think I can. I think I can guess your centre, Jazz. Who do you reckon my, my centre is? Pouncy. It is Pouncy. Yes, <laughs> it is Pouncy. Because nice. I love Marquise Pouncy, and he does make yeah. our team tick. If you if he, he's missing, you can really really see the difference. And I also love what he came out and said about the NFL PA stuff. Well, if anyone needs money, come to the Pouncy Brothers. We'll loan you the money. Oh, well, I, I thought that was dumb as hell, but I yeah, liked okay. it. <laughs> I liked well, it. Well, it, it, I don't think it's true. I don't think they'd be giving. No, a I know, but anyone. I still like that it said it. When it actually came down to signing that check for what a hundred rookies in the NFL, I mean, he's not going to do. He's not going to do anything, is he? That is true. But hey, I. I I backed that. So, the, so he was my yeah. centre. Who were your guards, Oddie? Uh I had Alan Fanica. Um yeah. he was the one who I was saying earlier. Like I remembered the name over and over again as being a yeah. great guard because I, I remembered Nick Mangold as a centre, but he didn't make my centre position in the end. But and that Jets line and it was like Fanica was definitely a guard, wasn't he? Um and then checked and it's like, yeah, like eight time Pro Bowler, phenomenal rushing defence. Uh, so um rush blocker for Betis and for that Jets team. Yeah. Um the other one is a personal one, Joe Tooney okay. uh, of the New England Patriots. I think he's just very good at his job. Yeah. Um, but what impressed me the most was the year that they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. Um, he played every single offensive snap. He was the only player on that team to play every single offensive snap of the whole season, which is a really impressive feat. Yeah, and he fair. was such a lovely guy talking about it. He was like, Because uh, I brought it up before the game. And he was like, oh, I didn't even know that, but oh, yeah, that's cool. And then after the game, I was like, did you play every single snap? And he just turned, he was like, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> and Manchester United won today. So a big win for me. I was like, oh, right, fair. You're bringing a bit of soccer to us too. Thank you, man. Um, so yeah, he was just a lovely bloke. So yeah, Joe that's Tooney. Cool. Um, and then my center, I mean, you've got Manning. I'm, I've got the guy that was giving him the ball half Jeff the time. Jeff Saturday. Yeah, Jeff Saturday. He's my second, yeah. 
phenomenal center yeah wonderful pass blocker obviously Great he had to be uh and was in such a rhythm that you know you never saw him false starting when manning was changing things around and for a center it'd be very easy to kind of yeah get confused when manning starts yeah. ch- changing plays super and stuff. hard so, yeah I, that's always impressed me with jeff saturday and he's renowned for being just a lovely bloke mm. so yeah yeah he was my, this is my second choice for that other ones that's i cool. had were um for right guard i had david de castro for the steelers as well more recently oh yeah okay yeah i think de castro is really good but zach mm-hmm. martin's probably the best right guard i've seen Again, i really love uh i'm really worried about alex mack retiring for the falcons at some point because he's like 33 now which i know is not that old but it's kind of on the horizon isn't it yeah and he's one of our he's been one of our best players on like consistently sometimes very poor offensive lines he's just an absolute rock well, you think of how much I don't know if he belongs in this conversation, mistake, but that's the thing. Their careers don't have to be that long. I mean, what's his face? Travis, Travis Fredericks for the Cowboys just recently yeah. retired as well. Mm. Their centre. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it'll be a big problem when he does. Other person maybe for left tackle awesome. is Tyron Smith, the Cowboys left tackle. Oh yeah, he's pretty pick, dominant. I couldn't pick any of those first round picks for the Dallas Cowboys, so. Like I was thinking, I was like, nah, <laughs> you just couldn't bring yourself. To... Well, it's favorite players you'd have to do. Any, well, you don't have to pick any well, players you don't like. Well, the other thing is, like, do what you want. They, that's been an offensive line that's been lauded for so long because of the quality they have on it. Yet they yeah. still haven't done much. So I, I'd actually say it's an offensive <laughs> line that's underperformed massively. <laughs> as individuals, they're great, but as a as a unit, that ain't gonna work. No, yeah. no production there, not at all. Yeah. Okay. Screw the Cowboys. (laughs) So we said, like, we're going to have two receivers, one running back, one quarterback, obviously, tight end. And then we had a choice of either another running back or another receiver, or you could throw in another offensive lineman if you really wanted to get creative with your formations down there on the field. Um, so <laughs> what what have you gone for, Jazz? Because I know you've been quite like head coachy about this. You've got a real system in your <laughs> offense. You've got, a, yep. you've got a side of the ball that you like to run on. You've got a go-to receiver. Have you got a guy in the slot or are you going with that second running back? Are you bringing a full back in or what? So I've got two outside receivers with a lot of height, speed, ability to high point the ball and catch it. I need a player who can do all of that, but also has a little bit more lateral ability and can always find space. And that's going to be Antonio Brown for me. Nice, yeah. He was on we my were talking the other day about whether or not he would get in it or not, or yeah, and all the off-field stuff. But I think when you really break it down, he's probably been the best receiver I've seen play, irrespective of his, for the team I support. Um, so I have to pick him. I have to pick well, him as my third receiver. He's lucky it's not he's a personality the, he's the... contest. So, <laughs> yeah, I that had to true. move out of him. I had to move out of him because, you know, we're talking about favorite players, and I really don't like the guy, the man, and what he's done over the last eighteen months. But you're right in terms of sheer quality and somebody who you knew was going to change that game. You you were like if if the if the Steelers were behind in a game, it's going to him and it doesn't matter if he's in single coverage or if he's in double coverage, he's probably going to catch that ball and the best toe tapper I've seen yes. since watching football. Yeah. Well, you know toe drag, is, he was the best toe dragger. Toe drag, yeah. yeah. It's so hard to do. They've they've obviously put more NFL games on the YouTube NFL YouTube channel on the YouTube to- on the YouTubes, uh, I believe you sound like sixty. Yeah. You sound like Bill Belichick. So, I, so I, I, I mean, watching it like on the YouTube. I, I did a tweet about the YouTube, and um, <laughs> but the Steelers. Firstly, Steelers won the uh, COVID virus nineteen at the moment because they ran a full rerun on their website of the Super Bowl against the Arizona Cardinals. But then they live tweeted the rerun as if it was really oh, happening really? last night. So you <laughs> oh, could brilliant. follow along the Twitter feed, which what was happening in the game that they were rerunning that they already knew the outcome, but they pretended that they didn't, which was just quite That's funny. quite fun. Um, I like but that. But in terms of the uh, playoff loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, highlighted, as if we didn't already know, just how good Antonio Brown was because the Steelers' offense 
in that game, stayed in that game because they went, oh, forget it, just fling it to Brown and hopefully he'll make down. some grabs. And yeah. and that was Roethlisberger kind of just that was his go-to, just launch it. Brown will make the catch, and he did against yeah. some of the against one of the best defenses in the league that year. I mean, they lost. Do you know the game how eventually. tall he is, Jazz? Oh, I think he's five ten, five eleven. Yeah, he's not very tall. No. Like Julio Jones is like six five, Megatron's similar. Six five. Randy Moss is six four, I think. Yeah. That's like, why that's I went for a smaller receiver. Huge chain his, mover. His his leap. Five ten. In the combine. Five ten. So he's shorter than me. Like his leap in the combine must be out of this world. Mm. Yep. It's so good. Great. He doesn't look five ten. Because he doesn't play like it. He does not look five ten. That's fair, but then at the same time, lots of cornerbacks he's up against aren't also very big. He's got, he's got. That's a 30- one issue I'll come to when we get to our defensive backs. That's one issue I had with cornerbacks. He's got a thirty-three point five inch vertical leap. So that's pretty, pretty fucking good. That's pretty high. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty fucking good. Pretty high. That's that's pretty like good. some NBA players kind of have, like peak out at that. But it's no forty inches. There's some that get to forty. He ran a four five six as well, just if anybody's interested. Well he doesn't play that slow. He plays much faster than that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird how you look at a four five six now, I especially and you think like, oh God, you got a knock point three off that, Antonio. Jeez. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's his his quick feet as well, beating a guy off the line. Agility. It's his agility and lateral quickness. That's the key to it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think that they should do the dash in pads as well. Because it doesn't seem to always translate. Like, there's some crazy fast players out there that you're like, and then you hear the numbers and you're like, oh, that sounds, doesn't seem to match up. Well, I don't know. the trouble is you have lots of players who are very good at running really fast in one line. That's the one of the. But they can't change direction. Yeah, yeah. that's the criticism of DK Metcalf at the minute, isn't it? He's exceptionally quick yeah. going straight. Yeah. But he's not yeah. very good at running routes yet because he hasn't figured out how to change direction quickly and maintain that speed. Whereas you yeah. look at someone like Christian Wade, the rugby player that's playing for the Bills while well, on the practice squad. The reason why yeah. he did so well on those touchdown runs is because he has the lateral ability to move and also maintain speed. Mm-hmm. So his 40-yard dash time may not be as impressive as, say, a DK Metcalf, but if you put him on the field, because he can keep that momentum going and speed going in lateral movement, it's more effective on a football pitch. It's something that Sean McDermott absolutely loves about him, actually. Uh, oh, really? Like, it's, yeah, it's one of the things he highlighted is, you know, he's... He's not there in terms of football knowledge, but the, his ability to move and run to space. That's what he said. The ability to f- see and run and move into that space yeah. is really high compared to other NFL athletes. Well, it's just rugby, because isn't it? Of rugby, That's the reason yeah. why. Yeah. Because you, if you're in rugby, you're not going to run into the bunch of men. You're going to try and run around them. Dave, what's your um, what's your other flex position? you going with an extra receiver or running back? or? Well, I've kind of talked about all of them, really. Um I mean, it would be running back, so it'd be Marshall Lynch then. But I've already kind of talked about him. Yeah. So, That's yeah, fair. that would be... Because I, I had to go into Jerome Bettis because I just talked myself into it. And it's just how my heart feels. But I like how you so, dropped So LT. I'm going to have Marshall Lynch. Yeah. LT's out now. He's out. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, I wish I hadn't talked about him. He was your starting running back, and now he's riding the pine. Yeah, he's not even He's not even in the 53-man squad. He's out. Damn. Out completely. Damn. Yeah, he's 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 done. I've like I've turned on him. Wow. Oh dear. Wow. Poor LT. God. Yeah. Um, just uh, you know, better personalities won the day. So this is uh, my flex position is a running back. There's a huge recency bias on it, but I absolutely adore watching Christian McCaffrey. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I consider ooh. McCaffrey. I he is so fun. Like yeah. the Michael Vick of the running back position because he, he does both things that you want him to be able to do very, very well indeed. And he's yeah, worked he's out incredible. how to r- run through the tackles now. He can go off tackle. He's phenomenal just receiving the ball out of the backfield and is probably more dangerous in that way than anywhere else. But I think it just adds a new dimension to the to running back position. And the, the reason why the Panthers were in any games at all last year was Christian McCaffrey. The, a, keeping him is so much more important and keeping him healthy is so much more important than, say, keeping Cam Newton was. I'm so yeah. worried he's going to get injured. Like, he's he's one of the players that I'm, like, I'd be really... You kind of feel like it's coming because of that position. Yeah, you said and that even before, when, Dave, You're worried that we're not going to see the best of him all for long enough because he's going to be robbed of his years. 
Well, it just happens all it just happens with running backs, doesn't it? And they just get they kind of just get chewed up and it just seems like he seems like a really decent guy as well. And it just I don't know, I just got this like almost paternal fear that he's going to get like wiped out at some point. It feels yeah. inevitable and it's it's going to suck when it happens. Yeah. Um but Very true. I hope I hope we continue to see as much of him as we can because he's yeah, he's fun. This also, I think it's a, lo- I think it's a lovely pick. I wouldn't have minded if you'd picked him number one, because it's like <laughs> he's so, he is, he's so incredible to watch, and like there wasn't a lot to think like enjoy on the Panthers last year. Yeah, but yeah. you could just watch it for Christian McCaffrey if you just watched a game just for one player, that would be completely fair enough because he's gonna, he's gonna take it over. He's gonna do everything he can to win that game, even if his team. Yeah. Kind of sucks around him. Uh, you got to win every game, game you can. Any <laughs> game was that Australia? It's only a sixteen-game season, so you got to make sure you get as many games under your belt as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what accent that is. It's kind of Geordie, is it? Game. It yeah. sounds like almost like some going to some kind of dick meeting. <laughs> hey, Christian, kind of what? Kiwi, uh... hey, Christian, you off to the dick meeting? <laughs> <laughs> We're werewolves, not swear wolves. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, all right, let's move on to defense, shall we? <laughs> Just going yeah. back to that, though, for recency bias, if I oh, was yeah. to pick a, a running back of right now, I wouldn't pick McCaffrey, I'd pick Saquon Barkley. Yeah, uh, you like that running back style a lot anyway. That I, I know do. that's your kind of guy. Uh, Barkley could have been in there. Um, he's a Barkley giant, surely so. gets a bit of a hit, hit though, because he hasn't been consistent enough. Like McCaffrey has been. Year, so how can you be consistent if you're injured? Exactly. No, but he was playing. He was playing badly as well. No, he was injured. Before... No. And also, yeah. he's on a Giants team that had nothing around him. Yeah, that, uh, the trouble is, is that. But that's the thing with McCaffrey is that he's on a Panthers team that's got very little around him as well. But because of his ability out of the backfield as a receiver. That's what makes him so problematic. Whereas Barkley is a he's a straight runner. Oh, he's you also know, a good receiver. Yeah, he's, he's got some of the he's got some of the biggest thighs I've ever seen. That's a weird observation to make about another boy. man, but no, he's I like a thick that. Boy. He is thick as hell. Yeah. He looks like he could he could rub his thighs together and start a fire. Fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because he runs so quick, he probably could do that. I, yeah, I, tough I, as hell. I thought you were going to say Alvin Kamara there. To be honest, I do like Alvin Kamara as well. In fairness, but I think. As NFL my my back- issue with him, though, is I didn't pick him in the fantasy year that we lo- I lost to Chris. <laughs> so I, I, I've got a, I've got a grudge that's, because of it. That's fun. Fantasy grudges are really fun, and they do they do play a part in this oh, big time. Yeah. There's players that I really like. I'm not. I will never be on board with, and it's just because of fans. It's not nothing they could do. It's not their fault. And as a, as a person, probably the nicest guy in the world. But for a football yeah, point of but view, I don't care. Uh-uh. And I'd. And if I met them in real life, I'd probably tell them I don't like them. So, <laughs> and I say, oh, "Why didn't you like me? Because you let me down that year." Yeah, oh. it must be hard for Ollie actually, because he <laughs> yeah, actually does meet these picked. players. <laughs> yeah, he I'm... does actually meet these players, and he's like, got to fight back the urge to tell maybe Amari Cooper one day that he's like just the most frustrating fancy player ever, and not I, worth hundred million. I'm far too scared when I meet a lot of these guys to ever mention anything <laughs> about fantasy. Yeah. No, that's I'm, fair I've enough. told you a million times, I'm sure, the Justin Tuck thing where he was like, I asked him if after one of the London games if he could do a chat and he just turned, yeah, you know, six foot ten, huge defensive line, he just turned and went, my mum said, if you ain't got anything good to say, you don't say nothing at all. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. I was, I was like fair enough, yeah, I guess we won't have a chat. Yes, Mr. Tuck, I'll leave you alone now, Mr. Tuck. Nice to meet you. Uh, safe journey home, please. <laughs> Let me out here. Thanks as always for listening to the UK Pick 6 podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Just search Pick 6 Pod and you'll be able to find us there. Be very clear and simple. Subscribe on Anchor.fm, our host, and of course Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify and all other good podcasting outlets as well. And in a few days' time, we're going to have our defensive all-time 11s coming up in the next show in a few days or so. So... Thanks for listening. Enjoy the defensive XI. Uh, 
Enjoy the defensive 11s that we picked. I hope you enjoy the offensive ones. Let us know in any comments or on Twitter if we've made any mistakes or any players that you'd rather see. I imagine there's going to be a few people, of course, that would want Tom Brady. And uh, until the next one, take care. Almost an intelligent football debate. It's almost. Yeah. If we didn't have Dave, it would be. Ha <laughs> ha